Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. So what does it take to sell over a thousand properties over a 24 year period and still remain relevant in your marketplace? Well, in this podcast, I'll share with you all of the secrets of my success, the strategies, the ideas, and the thinking that going behind making me relevant in 2020. So what does it take to be a leading agent in 2020? Well, often I'm asked by friends, both in and out of the industry, how it is that I've managed to stay relevant over the last two decades or so in real estate. Some agents seem to fly out of the box and meet almost instant success in their careers and then fade away or drop out of the industry within a decade. Many agents choose to change a gear and become more of a manager of a business rather than active sales agents themselves. And I myself have fallen into that role in the past also. Some agents seem to fly under the radar and have their niche all sewn up, but don't have such a high profile. But very few consistently sell the volume I have over decades. There are certainly agents that perform at a higher volume. Indeed, there are more superstars in our industry than ever before. But I've competed with many of them and win more than I lose. So how is it that I've stayed relevant and competitive over such a long period of time? Well, I think that's because I'm sensitive to the market trends and have been quick to identify the value uh, for the consumer in innovations as they develop. One thing that really has changed in real estate over the last decade or so is marketing. So how have I adopted and adapted and what do I see uh, that is in the near future for real estate and small business just generally speaking? Well, when I began working in real estate, I was taught a myriad of ways that I could find business. I distinctly recall, in fact, being in a training session very early on in my career and placed in front of a whiteboard upon which there was written over two dozen ways in which agents could find business and then spending the next day or so in discussions about each and every one of those methods uh, from door to door door knocking to telemarketing from visiting private sellers to calling expired listings there are indeed many ways an agent can find business in that day training, um, we were told to isolate a few of the methods that we took a liking to and learn how to get very good at them very, very quickly. So I chose letterbox dropping, door knocking, calling the numbers on the back of files uh, and reaching out to vendors that had withdrawn their property from sale and asked if I could show a buyer through the home and then through that process, relisting the property for sale. I gave up pretty early on on door knocking, really, well, I hated it. Um, I could walk all day for two days though, and as I was only 21 and I had no money and no real social life to speak of, so letterbox dropping was the perfect thing for me. So back then in two days, I could cover about 1,500 letterboxes um, with a free little appraisal offer leaflet, and as a result of that, I would get two to three calls a week. Actually, in my first quarter in real estate, I listed 23 properties and was the number three lister in Ray White, South Australia for that quarter. 
Our office was prominently located and the phone number was emblazoned on the side of the office. Uh, back in the 1990s, real estate agencies would get a lot of walk-in traffic and phone-in inquiry. Uh, this is, of course, in a time before mobile phones were yet an accepted and affordable way of communicating with people. And it was quite normal for people to uh, call into the office or call in on the landline to speak to a salesperson rather than... Uh, I guess, a jump on the mobile phone, given the costs that were involved with respect to that. And even back then, a lot of agents only had pages, not mobile numbers themselves. Um, so the higher a profile an office location was, and the easier to remember their phone number was, the more likely that agency would be to receive call-ins. And uh, well, this was a good thing for me, because back in those days, our office was prominently located and had an easy to remember phone number. Actually, to this day, 8281-1000 was the phone number. So there you go. I did very well out of calling up expired listings. These were properties that were previously listed by our office. But back in the 1990s, agents offered next to no service whatsoever. It was not unusual for an agent to list a home and then not speak to the vendor for months. In often cases, the vendor had forgotten the agent's name altogether. They remembered the company though because the sign was still in their front yard and served as a constant reminder that they were still on the market and had been forgotten by their sales agent. But seldom did an agent have their name or mobile number on the signboard so I mean it was pretty easy to forget them after all. All I had to do was get some buyers through their home and I could sell them but uh, buyers were back then pretty hard to come by but that was all changed by the early 2000s when the millennial boom hit. During this period it became standard practice for agents to use more marketing for a property to boost their own profile. Agents were encouraged to take out more page space in the print media. It became a way to project market dom dominance. The large real estate brands had determined that it didn't really matter how many properties were advertised in the advertiser or the local papers, it mattered more how many pages their brand occupied in the real estate section. In this era, the messenger real estate section was 30, a 36 page lift out. And I would occasionally have even one or two of those pages all to myself, making me one of the high profile agents in the market. In contrast, when the last edition rolled off the press, the real estate section comprised of not even one full page of real estate. I could see the power of print media fading early on and moved my spend uh, online at a time when it was considered suicide for a brand to do so. But because I had shifted resources to my online presence early, I gained that early adapter advantage. The uh, internet began to make an impact at that time and then agents were encouraged to spend more money taking out bigger and more highly featured ads on the major real estate aggregator sites such as realestate.com and domain.com. The first of these types of products was called a feature subscription before uh, even more highly featured uh, subscriptions were available like the highlight listings and the premier subscriptions uh, which have now pretty much become the industry standard. Again I was an early adopter and was amongst the first agents to go with a feature listing on realestate.com having identified the shift to online marketing. As the internet matured and mobile accessibility was achieved en masse, then photography became critical and agents shifted to professional photography for their listings to enhance their online presentations. Again, I was at the forefront of this, being one of the first local agents to have professional photography on every one of my listings, and this was over 15 years ago. Then, 
About 10 years ago, video became the buzzword. I've been at the forefront of property video in Australia since its inception. I'm proud to have consulted two of the most popular videographers in Adelaide and amongst the best in the nation and have developed a template of property video presentation that is still used by the vast majority of agents around the nation to this day. Newsletters became a must have for real estate agents five to seven years ago but eight years ago uh, i'd already produced my newsletter on a very regular basis and since then have been releasing one almost weekly having now reached tens of thousands of people with my newsletter and now we're in the social media age where what an agent does on social media has a direct correlation to their ability to generate fresh vendor inquiry and this is something i've become a world leader at in the real estate space it over the last two or three years. The secret to my relevance over the past, uh, say, quarter of a century or so has been riding the right waves and understanding exactly when to get off. So what is in the future? What will be the next trend? Well, I'm hearing from a lot of agents that are reconsidering their relationships with the major real estate aggregated websites. For many years, my agency spent over $100,000 a year on realestate.com and last year we spent around $12,000 and sold just as many homes and as consistently as I have for years. So. I will say that I spent another, say, $10,000 on social media, so we saved over $80,000 and have not found that by changing to a standard subscription that we have met any vendor resistance whatsoever and have not put off a single buyer in the process. The average punter does not think realestate.com is worth $2,000 for an ad. They are happy to pay $150 for it though, and a standard subscription enables me to provide the lowest priced product in contrast to my opposition who are locked into providing the highest priced products on these websites. So why don't all agents just do that then and save their clients tons of money? Well, because they're indoctrinated by their trainers, their brands, their franchise group, and the vast majority of the industry that is still stuck in that take up the most amount of space in the paper type paradigm founded in the days of print media when that was dominant. And they're now just simply applying that also to the internet. The thing is that the that whole take the most space theory was just that, a theory, never confirmed by any hard data, none whatsoever. It was a theory made up to encourage agents to spend more money than they needed to and well, it worked. The real estate industry over the last 20 years has been the biggest contributor to the coffers of our nation's media magnates. No industry spends more. Now, the secret to my success is getting noticed for less and making the most of the most relevant platforms available. Taking people off platform will also be a primary strategy for anyone with a significant profile and any of the large social media platforms. We have seen uh, how arbitrarily terms of service rules are applied and have even witnessed in recent weeks how a whole social network can be banned by presidential decree. So the next big trend will be agents taking people off platform where they can incubate their clients in between transactions. I've been able to predict things so well over recent times because I understand real estate history and I understand consumer behavior and so can pick when 
things are changing better than most. I'm able to do this because I'm in the real estate trenches. I'm literally at the coalface and in the marketplace every single day, unlike many of the media commentators and econo economists out there, for instance. So, so it is that more agents are now looking to downgrade their spend and leverage new media and off-platform strategies in the same way I've been doing for the last year or so. Many agents won't be uh, keen to do that, but a schism is about to break out between the big spending agents and those seeking the very best value for their client spend. The big spending consensus is about to end and this is one trend I'm very happy to lead. Thanks again to everybody who's been downloading and tuning into the podcast. We've now had over 15,000 downloads and it's just great to see that people from all around the world are pulling out of this podcast hints and tips that helps them make and save tens of thousands of dollars regardless if they're looking to buy for themselves, they're looking to sell real estate sometime in the not too distant future or perhaps they're real estate practitioners just looking for the edge in their marketplace and Dave from Real and I look forward to bringing you more next time.